Hello everyone, good morning Open Door Church. My name is Douglas and it's my pleasure to welcome us to another beautiful um, Sunday service. It is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want to thank you for joining. I trust that we have been fine, keeping safe and our loved ones too. I believe that God has a word for us today and I want to encourage us to um, just trust God for insight and revelation into his word so i just want to say thank you very much for joining and if you don't mind please let's just say a word of prayer father we thank you thank you for your presence and grace we thank you for the privilege to feast on your word we pray lord that you give us understanding and insight transform our lives oh god tomorrow for you in jesus name amen amen Thank you very much for joining. Uh, very quickly, we are going to be looking at God's Word. Um, we're going to be looking at the topic, Complete in Christ. Complete in Christ. Complete in Christ. Our text will be from the book of Philippians chapter 1, 3 to 6. Apostle Paul writing, he said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you making requests with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day till now, being confident of this very thing, that he who had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, as I said, our topic for today is complete in Christ. And now this topic is very important because it plays a central role to our understanding the essence of our identity in Christ uh, because our Christian work is hinged on knowledge. How much we know um, is what determines how far we'll be productive or fruitful in our Christian work. And so it's good we pay attention to the details of God's word regarding what he has already um, given unto us or what he has already embedded in Christ Jesus that we have received by virtue of our salvation and our faith work with him. And in looking at the topic complete in Christ, to be complete is to be whole. To be complete is to have all that you need to be able to um, function, is to be able to is to have all that you require to be able to fulfill your God's giving purpose. That's what it means to be complete. And being complete in Christ simply means having all that we need in Christ to be able to live the kind of life that God has designed for us. So this has a lot to say about our identity in Christ. Now, from where we read, Apostle Paul was writing a letter to the church at Philippi. And as we know, Apostle Paul um, always planted churches as a sojourn from place to place in his apostolic um, ministry. And at this time, he was in Rome. He was in prison in Rome. So he was writing um, a letter to the church at Philippi, and he was commending them for the good work. He said, anytime I remember you, I always thank God. And I always remember you in prayer with this joy in my heart. Why? Because the kind of um, 
report he was getting from the church at Philippi at that time was quite encouraging. So he was writing to encourage them and praying to for them that God that has begun this great work in them will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so for Apostle Paul to have commended them, it means that there were certain things that they were doing at that time that were in tandem with the expectations that he had from, from them. As the one who had planted the church and who was like an overseer, it was his responsibility to watch over them and to make sure that they are growing. And so he was encouraging them at this point. Now, why is it important for us to understand um, why Apostle Paul was speaking this way? Because he knew the relevance of walking in the faith in the light of God's word, in light of the mandate that you have received. And so he was writing to encourage them. And we get to a point in our lives today as Christians where we try to ask ourselves certain things that, oh, how am I sure I made the best decision following Christ? How am I sure if I was in the world, um, I wouldn't have had better life or things wouldn't have been going, you know, better for me? What if I make compromises? Don't you think my life would be better than the way it is now? We try to... Um, try to negotiate with our mind just to give ourselves reasons to believe that um, maybe we didn't make the right decision. Of course, anytime you catch yourself doing this or thinking this way, it's obviously a deception from a pit of hell. And now the devil from the beginning has always used these same tactics. Remember that when serpent uh, met Eve at the Garden of Eden, he actually asked Eve, did God actually say that you should not eat of the tree? It's in the garden. So there's a way he tries to negotiate with your mind and throw teases at you just to make you believe that maybe the decision you made following God was not the best. Maybe things would have been better if you were in the world or if you were not in Christ. But I want to encourage us today that the decision to follow God is the best decision that any man can ever make. And being born again or being a child of God is the best thing that can ever happen to anyone. Why? Because in Christ Jesus, you have all that you need to be able to live life to the fullest. Bible says that God has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Everything that we need to live life to the fullest has been provided for by God. He has made abundant provision for those things that we need to actually please Him and to live life in absolute satisfaction and fulfillment. So we must come to this understanding in order for us to maximize our fruitfulness in our Christian faith and also in our love work with God. And this was actually Apostle Paul's desire for them, that they may continue in this good work. And that's why he said in Philippians chapter 1 verse 9, he said, And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. So his desire for them is that they will get to a level where they will be filled with the fruits of righteousness. That anytime he hears about him, there will always be something to commend about them, just like he was commending them right now. And so that was his desire, that they should be filled with the fruits of righteousness. And he said that he prays that their love will abound more and more in knowledge. And now why is this key? This is key because they have a responsibility to grow in the love that they had for God and in the knowledge of him that they already had. 
Apostle Paul, with all the great works he did, he still said in the book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. That I may know him is the desire to know God more because he believed that there were higher levels of work with God that he desired. And that is what our expectation, that is what our desire should be, to know more and more of God. And we must understand that God has already given us everything that we need to live life to the fullest. But how can we maximize this? How can we assess this? We have to grow in knowledge. We have to grow in knowledge because it is only in growing in knowledge that we can create capacity to be able to accommodate the revelations that are contained in the Word of God. Because what you do not know, you cannot enjoy. What you have not understood, you cannot assess. And there are lots and lots of provisions in Christ Jesus that only knowledge can give us access to. So it, will, it must be a prayer, a desire that our love work with God, that we will increase more and more in our love for God and in our knowledge of Him. In our knowledge of Him. And don't forget, we are still talking about being complete in Christ. And now, how does this relate to us? As Christians, as Christians as born again, we have Jesus, we have Christ living in us. And what did Christ come to do? We can summarize the ministry of Christ on earth as coming to establish the kingdom of God on earth. And not just on earth, in our hearts. He said, when you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So it was his assignment to establish the kingdom of God on earth. Not just on earth, on earth because then he was physically present with them. He was around them. But now he lives in us. He lives in us. He dwells in us. So his kingdom has been established in us. And when we talk about establishing the kingdom of God that Christ has come to do, we are talking about righteousness. We are talking about peace. We are talking about joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 14, verse 17, Apostle Paul speaking. He said, For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but it is in righteousness. It is in peace. It is in joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we have a full package. We have a complete package in Christ Jesus. As long as you remain connected to him, you have the righteousness of God in you. You have the peace of God in you. He said, in this world, you find challenges, you find troubles. He said, but take heart, be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. He said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give. My peace I live with you. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy unspeakable. There's that joy that is boiling on our inside. There's that joy that is flowing from a river that never, drones, that never runs dry. That is the joy of the Holy Ghost. And this is a complete package. Righteousness. Peace. Joy in the Holy Ghost. While we are on earth, we are already carrying the kingdom in our hearts. And so we have the fullness of God dwelling in us. Why we look forward to that city that is not built with hands? Why we look forward to reuniting with God in heaven someday? 
while we are yet on earth, we enjoy the benefits and the fullness of his kingdom in our hearts. And this is what we share. As we share fellowship with one another, as we break bread and drink wine, as we share koinonia, we are sharing the kingdom mandate. We are sharing the kingdom resources in our hearts. We are sharing kingdom benefits. But how can we assess this if we do not grow in knowledge? Apostle Paul said, And I pray that your love may abound more and more in knowledge. Because in growing in knowledge, we are creating capacity to enjoy more and more of the fullness of God. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage our hearts to desire more of this fullness. God has given us all that we need to be able to live life to the fullest, to be able to enjoy the benefits that he has already made provisions for. But we need to grow in understanding. We need to grow in knowledge. We need to increase our capacity for more revelation and for more insight. As we study God's word, as we fellowship with one another, as we pray, we are creating a, a wider capacity for God to increase us in our revelation, in our understanding, and in our knowledge of those things that have been freely given unto us. If we do not come to this understanding, the devil will continue to play pranks on us. The devil will continue to cheat us and give us this mindset or this impression that um, being a Christian is it's our greatest undoing. No, we have been blessed with the Spirit of God by virtue of our faith in Christ Jesus. And the kingdom of God has been birthed in our heart. And that kingdom talks about righteousness. It talks about peace. It talks about joy in the Holy Ghost. And so we are complete in Him. We have all that we need to please God. We have all that we need to walk in His ways. Our lives are already acceptable to Him. Not because of our good works, because of the sacrifice of his son Jesus on the cross. And by that blood we have been saved. By that blood we have been washed. And so we now enjoy peace. We now enjoy that joy that only God can give. And we can come boldly before his presence and call him our father. And so even as we grow in our knowledge of him, even as our capacity for him increases, our lives get better. Our lives get sweeter. I pray that this will be our testimony. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let our understanding grow, Lord. Let our knowledge of you grow, Lord. That we will have access to those things that have been freely given unto us. That our fruitfulness will abound yet more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much for being a part of this. I trust we have been blessed. And I trust God to help us to work with this understanding. Amen. Amen.